This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. Every year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, we hear a gospel reading that reminds us of Jesus as the Good Shepherd. As far as sheep farming might be from some of us, there's something almost archetypal about the idea of a shepherd, a shepherd as being strong and kind and watchful, pursuing the lost, binding up the wounded, gathering in those who might be outside the fence, even the goats too. It's the simplicity of a child's faith that inspired the classic poem called The Lamb by William Blake, the English romantic poet, painter, and printer. In the poem, a child asks, Little lamb, who made thee? Dost thou know who made thee? Gave thee life and bid thee feed by the stream and o'er the mead. Gave thee clothing of delight, softest clothing, woolly bright gave thee such a tender voice, making all the vales rejoice. Little lamb who made thee, dost thou know who made thee? I sometimes wish we lived in a world of streams and meads in which everyone had clothing of delight and softness and safety, but we know that's not the world we live in. Psalm 23 reminds us that we sometimes walk in the valley of the shadow of death, that evil exists, and that there will always be those who trouble us. And yet, the Lord shepherds us through it all. In John's Gospel, Jesus shows himself to be very clear-eyed about what it involves being the shepherd. He warns us that thieves and bandits will try to climb over the fence Strangers try to mislead. Some just want to kill and steal and destroy. There will be wolves and hired hands who are unreliable or lazy. These are Jesus's words, not the cynical notes of my faith. And Jesus should know, after all, because he is the sacrificial lamb, the one who gives his own life for the clearing away of death and evil and injustice, By identifying himself as the victim, Jesus turns the system inside out. Our little lamb theology doesn't only not fit the real world, it also doesn't really do justice to the strength and justice of Christ. Well, literature professors and poets and people far smarter than me would tell me that uh, for one to really understand William Blake's poem, The Lamb, one also needs to read and keep in mind the parallel poem by Blake called The Tiger. The Tiger begins this way, Tiger, tiger burning bright in the forest of the night, what immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? In other words, Blake wonders how could a benevolent, loving God, a God who creates and loves little sheep, also be the creator of something as vicious, cold, and killing as a tiger? What was God thinking? Was this a mistake? Where do we place evil in a world in which we insist on good? 
Well, it comes back to those shady characters Jesus mentions in the gospel, doesn't it? This side of heaven, there will always be thieves and murderers and swindlers, but the good shepherd continues to lead and to love and to call us by name. If you recall that first stanza of Blake's poem, The Lamb, you remember the child asks the sheep who made you, Well, in the second stanza of that same poem, the child speaks with the wisdom of faith and assurance, answering their own question. Little lamb, I'll tell thee. Little lamb, I'll tell thee. He is called by thy name, for he calls himself a lamb. He is meek and he is mild. He becomes a little child. I a child and thou a lamb. We are called by his name. Little lamb, God bless thee. Little lamb, God bless thee. Blake tries to use two different poems to begin to express something of the Christian dilemma of good and evil, of light and dark, of hatred and love existing side by side in the same world. And we have a Christ who is both gentle and fierce to lead us through it all. And so we are not to despair ever. We are never to give up. But we are called to keep listening and following for our own name, just as Jesus calls it, sometimes whispering, sometimes shouting. We're called to keep working and praying for the conversion of the world. As the Good Shepherd reminds us, he has a lot of other sheep and a much bigger pasture. Thanks be to God for the presence and the guidance of Christ the Good Shepherd. The choir sings, The King of Love My Shepherd Is, the paraphrase of Psalm 23 by Edward Bairstow.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.